on this video game themed episode of Down Under Colorado. GTA 5 preview has arrived. Neancat is suing the Warner Brothers. Connect to become more friendly for the disabled. Eight best beer towns in America. And more on this episode of Down Under Colorado. Welcome to Down Under Colorado. Where size does matter. Coming to you live from Anchorage, Alaska, this is Doug. And joining me from one day in the future and about 18 million miles away is Dale. <laughs> you know what? I was trying not to laugh so hard during that intro, but hi. <laughs> it's good to be back. Zay is experiencing technical difficulties thanks to Google, so she will be joining us a little bit later. Um, so we're going to do things a little bit differently um, with everything. So with that, let's get right into the news. Um, some of you have heard rumors and stories about Grand Theft Auto V getting ready to come out later this year. Um, we're now get uh, some actual um, information on the game, and big thing is that based on what they're seeing so far, Grand Theft Auto V is nothing like its predecessors. Um, essentially, everybody's played the Grand Theft Auto series. You know that it's always been a single-player game. Uh, sometimes there was little cutscenes where you would jump to another character just for that chapter or that scenario, but it always focused around the central character. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V actually is going to force you to switch between three different characters. Hmm. Um. It, yeah, I know. It sounds a little complicated. The article that we've got a link to in the show notes is a little bit on the long side. Um, um, but on the short side, um, one of the examples I give is a bank, essentially a bank heist that you have to pull off. Um, and you have to flip between the players at various stages of the heist in order to complete it. So basically, this is Ocean's 13, the video game. Kind of. Um, one of the other things is that stuff you do in earlier missions will affect later missions. Like in the case of this heist, um, let me find that section. Um, like, like, for example, there are things that you use in this. the case of this heist mission that they demoed where stuff you did in earlier missions determines where your getaway car is, what type of car it is, uh, what type of weapons and gear you have to conduct this. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you could have a, you know, you could have a sports car three blocks away or you could have a yellow van eight blocks away or, you know, probably even a pair of bicycles if you wanted to. Sounds really um, cool. I'm looking forward to GTA 5. I think that's going to yeah. be the game that I pick up and, and play the hell out of this year. Yeah, the, 
the one thing I don't they don't really have any f- game they've got like some cutscenes or not cutscenes but screenshots from the game uh, graphically it looks amazing um, but I want to see some actual gameplay stuff um, there are they do have essentially underwater levels to the game now so there is some stuff that'll take place underwater like scuba diving around a wrecked ship or something like that um, uh, the underwater stuff hasn't really been used in any other GTA games I think no the, the GTA 3 I think it was um, the character can like dive down just like in Zelda you know dive down grab something off the floor but then would come right back up uh, so it's a very limited this is actually you know Going through underwater, avoiding the sharks. Um, here, here it is. This is the section I was talking about, about how earlier missions affect later. Um, the three, first off, this is there's three characters that you're gonna flip between Michael, Trevor, and. Third one. Oh, Michael Trevor and Franklin. Franklin. Franklin is the third one. Okay, so in this heist mission that they got to demo, um, I'll just go to the parts that relate to the earlier missions. Michael would dive, would drive a dump truck, cut the armored truck off. Franklin would commandeer a tow truck and ram the car from the other side. <laughs> earlier missions involve obtaining those vehicles. Instead of just having a tow truck, or you actually have to go and get the vehicles. Um, they all wear jumpsuits. Those are grabbed in an earlier mission. They each wear a different mask. Players can pick those individually. I like they the, escape I like in a the getaway car. Mask, by the way, uh, the player would have placed the getaway car in an earlier mission within a defined acceptable area. So, all these earlier missions are setting up for this heist mission. Which is kind of cool because, you know, one of the things about the previous Grand Theft Autos is you steal a cop car, you drive around town, you cause hell, you get out of the car, you escape from the cops, you go inside for, you know, however long, everything resets. You can go right back out on the street like nothing happened. Whereas in this one, you know, you're seeing persistence where something you do early in the game affects something you do later in the game. That that That's awesome, and that makes me want to pick up this game even more now. Yeah. You know, and like it's talking here about the heist itself. Um, I don't remember which character we first had control of, but from that point, the rock star rep who was playing the game was able to switch between the characters at will. Each character had a different weapon loadout, and the switching was happening in real time. Um, the two that weren't under player control were controlled by the computer Um, the computer will try to keep them alive and will also hold them back and not let them get all kills so you're switching to the guy on the roof with the rocket launcher it's not going to make the other two guys go insane and shoot everybody by the way the article that we have in here is 5,000 words long so it is on the lengthy side so yeah 
but, but it's worth the I think you know, given how much we we haven't heard, you know, since this is the first real big info we've gotten on this game so far, it needed it needed to be a long article, especially with all of these changes that make it so different from previous games. Um, something else that's big in here: each character, each of the three characters, has its own bank account. So each one makes its own purchases. Um, you can buy property in the game. The example they were given was a taxi company, which can generate regular income. So you can actually open a business and generate income off the business. So actually, yeah, that's that's interesting. You know, for the big heists, because. That heist that they're talking about here in the article is a smaller one. They've got big monster heists. There's like I think they said there was eight or nine of them that were like major junction points in the story. Uh, but for the big heist, players will be choosing a lot of the variables: how you approach the place you want to rob, who does what job, whether you go in with guns blazing or with stealth, who else goes on the mission with you because you'll be able to hire support characters. Um, heist will end with an after action report and the money from the hall divided among the surviving crew so you're basically these additional crew members it's almost like peons in the Warcraft RTS you know they kind of go and do a job they're expendable That each character has its own like special ability like Michael the ex-bank robber he's good with guns so when you control him you can basically go into a bullet time mode um, Franklin who's a former repo man he can do the same while driving uh, Trevor has effectively what's a what's a rage meter um, and when it fills up he can he can deliver more melee damage You know, so there's a lot of things that are, it's kind of like they're pulling from different games. They're pulling from Max Payne, which is a rock star. They're pulling from, uh, what else? You know, they're basically, they're pulling from multiple games in the Rockstar library for elements of this, as far as control and abilities, which is kind of cool. So, you know, and gr granted, this is all preliminary. We don't know what the game's actually going to be like once we see it in a final form. Okay, so is um, this coming out? Yeah, this would have to be coming out on everything. Um, it should be coming out PC, Xbox, PlayStation 3. Yeah, because they wouldn't have the other, other ones out yet, so it has to be PS3, Xbox 360, and... Well, I'm just saying PlayStation and Xbox because they may be getting them ready for those consoles, but they're not going to announce them yet. Yeah, it's it's either it's too soon for those new um uh, uh new consoles, or it's too late for the old ones. Like it's kind of a weird medium. Well, we're yeah, we're at a we're at a weird spot in the gaming cycle right now because the new consoles aren't coming out yet. But it's weird. 
yeah, we're kind of in the shift of whatever you release now, it's going to be too outdated for the old stuff or it's too early for the new stuff. So it's like... Yeah, this tends to be the time of year where, or the time of the game cycle where you'll see a lot of sequels or a lot of retools of older games. Mm. You know, like you may see an update to a Final Fantasy or... Call of Duty 700? You know, something like that. You're not necessarily going to see a bunch of brand new titles. Um, you know, there's a Metal Gear. There's a new Metal Gear coming out. It's going to have all of the Metal Gear Solids remastered in HD. Um, they already have one that had Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and Peace Walker. This is going to be 2, 3, Peace Walker, 4. And I think the original Solid, which was a PlayStation game. You know that's kind of the, that's kind of where they are in the cycle now because they don't want to sit there and invest a whole bunch of money in a current generation console when that next generation is going to blow it out of the water. Yeah. And you know, in fact, two weeks from today is the Xbox unveiling, which I think may happen the same time we record so we may wind up covering it live Ooh. we'll have to talk about that <laughs> well I know Zay is not going to be up for it hi Zay if you're watching this but um, <laughs> I, I don't think she'll be up for it but I'm sure we would be uh, let me see we could do the Some whole two against one majority first. rules that. 6 p.m. BST. No, it, it's it's earlier. It's earlier because it's 6 p.m. BST, which means 10 a.m. No, it means 9 a.m. Alaska time. 9 a.m. Alaska. You're in Pacific. 10. We're G. We're GMT minus nine. GMT minus nine. Wow, times are hard. Moving on. <laughs> so, what? How? So, no, when did you say it was? Eight? It's the twenty-first, six p.m. BST, and I'm, BST is the same as GMT. Okay, so six plus oh. ten is six. Four a.m. Yay! I'm not saying up for that. Sorry. Thanks. Though. Yeah. So we won't be doing it. We won't be doing it live. We'll let other people do it live. We can just talk about the uh, fallout afterwards. The fallout afterwards. Well, yeah, because you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Some people are going to say it's awesome. Some people are going to be like, yeah, what's the big deal? And some people are going to be like, oh, my God, this sucks. I hate this piece of crap. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, it's the internet. It's always going to be those people. I know. I'm not sure why that's listed in British time, but whatever. I suppose it's more universal than well. Anyway. Um, do we still want to do Zay's story, or will we leave Zay's story for Zay? Um, I think we should leave it. We should leave Zay's story for Zay. So, moving on to yeah. speaking of the internet and stupid things. I, I, I could not find a single bit of news until this morning. And this morning being 1am. So here we go. Neon Cat, Keyboard Cat Creators suing Warner Brothers. 
Alright. Creators of Neon Cat and Keyboard Cat. What is Keyboard Cat? Did I miss that? Yeah, it, it's it's on YouTube. Alright. I'm, uh, I'm, clearly, I'm not up with the YouTube. Yeah. Any, anyway. Are suing Warner Brothers over using their memes in the Scribblenauts games. Do I really have to read this article, or do I have can leave it there? Well, I mean, it's all about one thing. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, basically what it comes down to is this. Um, Warner Brothers has been hiding these memes as Easter eggs in the Scribblenauts series of games. Uh, Ceiling Cat, Ninja Cat, Keyboard Cat, Neon Cat, you know, pretty much any cat that you can think of. Um, and, you know, they've trademarked, you know, they, of course they trademarked these, you know, once they started getting a whole bunch of play on YouTube and whatnot. Um, so they've decided just now they've decided to sue Warner Brothers for copyright and trademark infringement. Um, since they did not give Warner Brothers permission to use the IP. Uh, Fatsco? Fatsco is the name of the keyboard cat, really? And popularized in, 2000, in 2007? Jeez, I really did miss it, didn't keyboard, I? Keyboard cat's the name of the video. Fatso is the cat in the video. Huh. I really missed this. How did I miss this and only realizing this several years later? Yeah. Um... But like you said, it's all about money, and it's... Yeah. I mean, they have a right to sue, because I don't think that Warner Brothers actually did approach them about it. So they do have kind of a case, it, but it's it Warner Brothers, that, so... Yeah. It says in here that uh, Torres, who... Orlando Torres, who's the... He's the one that created and trademarked the Neon Cat... It says here that he did try to speak with Warner and Fifth Cell, who's the actual game developer, um, you know, about getting a licensing agreement, but they, according to Torres, they kind of just ignored him. Uh... Whether that's whether that's actually what happened or not, don't know. Yeah, that's just one side of the story. Um. Triple Schmidt. The Schmidt case is a little more interesting because he didn't get a trademark on Keyboard Cat until 2010. So the original Scribble Knots game wouldn't apply, even though he's trying to sue based on that 2009 game. But it was it came out before he trademarked it. Yeah. So. That may get him. That may get that part of the suit thrown out. Um, does it say where they filed the suit? Yeah, I mean, okay. Does he get? Oh, it doesn't say anyway, where they does, filed the suit. Well, not that. Does but does um, the creators get a bit of I'm trying to think of the word commission or 
now, any loyalties that's, on, on the that's the word I'm looking for. On that's the, why they're that's why they're that's suing. Why they're suing. If if Warner heads if there was a licensing agreement mm-hmm. to use those characters in the game, there would be some sort of royalty compensation paid to them because they just appropriated those without the licensing then all the money's sticking with Warner and Fifth Cell. Okay, does this is I'm I'm putting this down as the the stupid lawsuit of the day. Like it is legit, but it's over cats on the internet. Like it, it's legit. The thing is that in all honesty, both of these individuals make far more money off of the YouTube views than they ever would off licensing. That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, they've already got they've already got the steady revenue stream off the YouTube because both of Neon Cat's got you know a lot, a lot of views. So does Keyboard Cat. So that's where the bulk of the money and. You know, I've seen like some T-shirts and stuff like that that they've put out for them. You know, so that's where they're making the money. This would be compared to what they're making. I mean, they want triple damages, punitive damages, and legal costs. They're literally asking for Warner to play pay them more than they've made in the last four to five years. Okay, so Keyboard Cat only has 30 million views. 30 million views. 30 yeah, million. So that's all. Yeah. I wish this episode would have 30 million views. We don't have enough cats on the show, that's what it is. That 30 is million. Here. Okay, 30 million views for Keyboard Cat. Oh, 30 million. Sorry, 30 million views. 30 million years? What the fuck am I trying to say? 30 million views six years ago. Right. Neon Cat, meanwhile, has 96,685,020 views. I mean, that's where they're making the money is off those YouTube views. It's not off... It, it is not off Merchant. Well, game licensing. Game it game will licensing. not be off game licensing. They have to be making a little bit of cream off the um, the t-shirts and merchandise and stuff yeah. like that. Ugh. Side thing, and I think I think South Park. Well, no, South Park was parodying them, so they wouldn't have to pay. Because parody, you don't have to have licensing rates. No, well, hang on. Don't you still have to say this originally come from? Ba da da da. Attribution, attribution. You, can, you can attribute the original but if you're doing if I'm doing a if I'm doing a TV show like an animated TV show and we want to make a parody of keyboard cat call it bass drum kitty or something like that or you know <laughs> sorry me- metalhead kitty metalhead dog right got it clown you know you can make it you don't have to get permission from Schmidt yeah. Because it's a parody. Just like Weird Al technically does not have to get permission for his parody songs. But I know... Um, uh, he does, yeah. but he doesn't have to. Yeah, I know um good friend of the, the show and also co-host on Rough Cuts, Jake Wesley. He's a parody artist, and all in his things, he always says, 
this originally come from original song was da 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 da, da and this is a parody. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were actually on Twitter over the weekend. Me and a couple of people were coming up with a, essentially an '80s themed WoW parody album. Nice. So, you know, like, so like I had uh, every orc has its horn instead of every rose has its thorn. <laughs> uh, right. uh, Duker Dome instead of Danger Zone. So bad. So it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. It just sounds punful. <laughs> oh yeah, it was punful, all right. Um, but, I mean, we just, you know, that was just kind of us just messing around, having fun. Uh. You know, it wasn't. I mean, it's possible. It's possible that we. Um, fix that but yeah it was just something we were just playing around with it was a weekend and i think we were all kind of just out of it yeah well yeah you can do that you can kind of play around like people do with like television shows sometimes like i saw one for what was it due television shows or something like that for shows like some podcasts would do like a twitter hashtag thing where you'd put your name and then put hashtag I don't know Jew television shows or something like that like Emperor's yeah. Court did so that's just that's all fun so there's no and that's all in parody now it'd be a different story however if they parried did the um, ne- Neon Cat and the Keyboard Cat well well here's another thing I think because In order for these people to prove triple damages, triple, by the way, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to civil suits in the U.S. and trademark copyright infringement cases like this, you can apply for you know damages, or you can apply for triple damages. It's Essentially, the criminal equivalent would be second-degree murder versus first-degree murder. Uh, uh. You have to prove that the act took place and that there was intent to willfully deceive. Where, where this may work against them on the triple damages part, punitive damages, legal costs, I can see them getting. I don't know if they'll get triple damages because in order for them to prove triple damages... They would have to demonstrate that Keyboard Cat and Yan Cat were the core component of the game that drew people in. But that wasn't. <laughs> so, so they would have to demonstrate that this game was, you know, but those are just. I mean, Scribble Knots is a game literally where you just draw stuff on the screen or yeah. glue stuff on. It's a drawing type thing. It's not really a video game per se. So for them to claim that this game primarily benefited from the inclusion of Nian Cat and Keyboard Cat is going to be a very difficult thing to prove in order to get triple damages. I, yeah, stupid lawsuit of the day. 
We need a we need a bumper. Let's get on that. And my face lagged out. There, there we go. We're back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's so. I do you think it's a case of their YouTube traffic's decided to go down and then they've they've gone? Uh, it has nothing to do with the YouTube. No, traffic. It has nothing to do with the, anything. It, their popularity decreasing it, and then. No, it has everything to do with. They see it as another revenue stream. Yeah, that's and what it is. they feel. They feel whether rightly or wrongly, they feel that because licensing was not obtained for these characters in this series of games, they're being deprived of that sense, that stream of revenue. That's the core of the suit. Yeah, I I find it strange that because I know there's other games out there that have used one or if not both of those in some form even if it's just a passing reference to the character so it's not you know so we're not talking about anything new or shape you know groundbreaking it seems weird that they're going after this one case and not others. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. It's It seems a bit odd to me. Plus, it was one in the morning when I found this article. So, there you go. Take that for what you will. Uh, how to transition this thing. I am not very good at this. So, I'm just going to jump because that's what I do. Uh, Squarespace is... Um, Sponsoring this episode of Down Under Colorado, Squarespace is the ultimate web design and hosting platform with stunning designs, or you can build your own site using your own code. Set up an online shop with Squarespace Commerce, which lets you add a fully integrated store to your website and instantly starts accepting payments. Squarespace comes with mobile versions of all websites that work with any mobile device, regardless of platform. You can integrate your social networks like Facebook and Twitter, and all sites are optimized for search engines. You can even choose your own contributors to help you build your website up. If all this sounds good and you want to find out more, head on over to geek-io.com squarespace. Thank you Squarespace for constantly supporting this program. Now to a guessing game. Thank you. Yes. I didn't stuff up. Huzzah. Sort of. So, so you know, the whole week, you know, in the U.S. at least, this was kind of a interesting weekend. It was Saturday was Free Comic Book Day, May the fourth. Um, Sunday was Cinco de Mayo. So you know, on the heels of people nerding out and drinking a whole bunch of tequila, um, <laughs> CNN, CNN put out a list of the best beer towns in America. Um, this is something we haven't done in a while. Um, basically, the idea is I find one of these weird lists online, and normally I would have both Dale and Zay try to guess and usually fail miserably yeah. as to who made the list. We don't have a bumper for um, this, but this will do. I wouldn't make it a habit calling me that thing. I don't know. I had to find something. I'd make it a habit. I already did. <laughs> but anyway... So we've got a list of the top ten. 
or top eight, excuse me, top eight beer towns in the U.S. Uh, so I was kind of hoping Zay would be here for this one for reasons that'll be a bit apparent later. Uh, I can't jump straight to that one. <laughs> oh, damn it. No, you can't jump straight to that one. I haven't looked one. at the list for disclaimer. Uh, we were talking before the show, and I guessed one. All right, that's what happened. Full he dis- he did. He legitimately up. guessed one. I'm not making bullshit up this time. This no. time. So, so taking that one aside, can you name any of the other seven? Ooh, wow. No. <laughs> All right, let me. Cause I don't. Uh, all right, are all of these major, or are they all? Ooh, I've got a new chat notification. Two of them. I. Two of them are not major cities. The others, the other five, well, the other six on the list, including the one you already know, <laughs> are considered major cities. Um. Oh, wow. Um. All right. So I'm thinking outside of the one. Okay, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna fire out uh, San Francisco just because it's a major. That's number two on the list. Ooh, well done. Alright, um, oh, considering, um, that's funny, I'm just going to throw out uh, New York? Nope. No? Wow. Nope. Okay, making my way around the states. I just jumped from coast to coast, but whatever. Um, Austin, Texas? Let's go down to Texas. Texas does not make the list at all. Wow. Okay, one for two. Um, I'm going to say Anchorage. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, actually, no. Um, no, Anchorage has Moose's Tooth and Glacier Brew House. Outside of that, the quote unquote local brewing scenario is crap and worse. Time brew <laughs> all the way. Homebrew would be... I mean, there's just not a lot up here. Okay. Uh, I will say, when you said New York, you were about... You basically split the difference between two cities on the list. Wow. One is to the south of New York, one is to the north of New York. I don't know geography. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Am I in class? Am I in the wrong space? All right. Um. Let's see... That's still in New York, so no, it's not, is it? I don't know. I'm making my, I'm making a fool of myself on the internet, and everyone's enjoying this. Um, let's go. It's not the first time. Let's go. Let's go, New Jersey. Nowhere Uh, in New Jersey. That's north. See, you're getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm getting warmer. Because this, the city, the one, one of the cities is actually separated from New Jersey by a river. That helps. Um, Does okay, Liberty Bell. Nope. In Franklin. Nope. Um, Eagles, Phillies, Flyers. These are all bad hints for me. Um, okay. No, no, no way. Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, 
You, were you throwing out sports teams? What the hell? Yes. <laughs> like that'll help. <clears throat> All right. Oh. And nice luck. So that's the town north, south of New York. The one north of New York. I'll give you a hint. We talked about it quite a bit a few weeks ago. Ooh. When we did the show on a Monday instead of a Tuesday. Boston. Yep. There we go. That's a major hint. Okay. Um, um, so that's what? Four? Three. That's number. Boston was number four. Philadelphia is number six. Um, still have number one. I was saving number, number three. One, aren't we? Number five is the one you're saving. Oh, number five is the one I'm saving. Yeah, number seven is close to number one, but you won't get it. And number eight, you won't get. I'll tell you, number seven is Bend, Oregon. Oh, yeah. Number eight, which surprises me, having been to this city a lot, is Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, that is surprising. Um, number one is actually Portland. Oregon. Oregon, really? Yep. Wow. More, it boasts more breweries than any other city in the world. I would have said Florida because it's weird. So, mm-hmm. um, it, that means breweries that make you know massive quantities. It's also the largest craft brewing market with sixty nine craft brewers in the metro area. What? So you've got so you've got almost a hundred and twenty. Actually, just over 120 breweries, you know, larger, smaller, in the Portland area. Um, okay. Uh, uh, number three is San Diego. Well, yeah, you got San Diego coming on, so. Yeah, not LA, San Diego. Uh, number five is the one. That's in Zay's backyard, which is Denver. Denver. Yay. Um, there are some really good beers that come out of Denver. Um, one of my favorites. I don't think it comes out of Denver itself. I think it comes out of Boulder, which they count into this because of the proximity of the two to each other. Um, Fat Tire, which is a personal favorite of mine, is brewed in Colorado. Mm. Um, they make and they make several other good ones too but I'm a big fan of Fat Tire um, they also have what is widely regarded the largest most prestigious beer festival in the country um, the annual Great American Beer Festival which draws in people from all over the world to taste more than 2200 different brews yeah I've heard about this event I want to go. Say, get on that. Bye, bye, Dagon F. There. I'm joking. Or drive, or drive Doug to his hotel room. <laughs> no, actually, she's not. I'd be flying into. She'd be. Flying I'd be flying into Denver. Into Denver. I wouldn't fly into. Because I can get a direct flight from here to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. 
And I just you did better it. than you thought. I did better than what I thought. I thought I'd get the one that I... I thought I'd get the Denver, and that was about it. So... Alright. Yeah, your first wild-ass guess was actually right. And for that, you deserve... I didn't get number one off straight off the list. I got number five. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so... You are on fire with the soundboard today, sir. It's Timing is everything. Exactly. Alright. I don't know why... Size does matter. Alright, um, let's move on. That's what she said. That is what she said. How did I know you were going to make that joke? I don't know how to move from that to this. So, again, I'm going to do a just a seamless cut and say that Connect sensor has... The Xbox Connect sensor has been modified for wheelchair gaming. Now, this is a step in the right direction. Right, and this actually relates to something I'll talk about later, too, so. Uh, this actually is kind of like a double tie-in. Yeah. Um, by modifying a Xbox Connect sensor, a research project at the human... Com uh, fuck, I can't read. A computer-human interaction conference demonstrated how gamers in a wheelchair could interact with motion games. And um, the article, the article goes on too. It's not only aimed at children; it's aimed at adults too. Really, they have to say that. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, also, the um, the link in the show notes. I have to mention it does autoplay out on my end, but uh, it does play an ad too. So that's even better. And I had to close it. Why don't I? Why don't I just close it? That's weird. Anyway. I think this is I think this is really good and it it's a step in the right direction of not so much a quality would that be the way to put it towards ensuring that everyone has a fair, when it comes to online I told you that would autoplay a fair gaming experience for everyone like now everyone can use connect to its full advantage right. rather than it's essentially what they're doing is they're taking the existing technology and just expanding the capability which is good which is good I, I, I find this fantastic that now everyone can enjoy the um, experience regardless of really who you are I mean this doesn't this actually covers all the markets doesn't it like who else who like who else could they can't change it anymore to suit to anyone else could they the new i mean well i mean the thing is in this case they're talking about wheelchair bound individuals there is also work going on for uh, people suffering from autism developmental disabilities um, you know, possibly even, possibly even, you know, paraplegia, quadriplegia. There's other ways to do that. And that, I mean, it's really, this is kind of the first 
you know, you've get, there's a group which I'll talk about later called the Able Gamers Foundation, which actually is working to do this with video games across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is one of the first examples of you know we've heard about iPads being used for kids with autism or similar disabilities. You know, being able to use you know to help them learn stuff or to help them communicate. So the groundwork's there. This is just kind of the next step. You know, this is just kind of that next step in the process. Um, yeah, this has to be a good thing. Like this, for all the negativeness, there there is some good going on in the world. <laughs> oh, you know, you see a lot of stuff. You know, everybody talks about. You know, in the past, everything was talking about voice control would be the how you would do it. But in cases where you know, somebody may not be able to talk because that because of a medical condition that may require them to be on a permanent tracheotomy then or you know, vocal cords are damaged. So in a case like that, if they can't communicate verbally, there's got you have to have another way of interacting. And the connect sent the existing connect sensor is the way it was designed is it was you know, same thing with the Wii. Relatively narrow sensor range. Yeah. So what they've done here is they've essentially jacked up the range of the Kinect sensor and changed the detection algorithms so that it can detect somebody moving from side to side or front forwards and backwards in a wheelchair and translate that into movements like it would you or I, you know, lifting our hand up or, you know, jumping around like a madman. So it's the same type of thing there. Anyway, um, do you want to talk about what you were going to be talking about leading into this? Yeah. Um, essentially, over the weekend, um, I participated in a live stream um, related to gaming um, that was raising money for the Able Gamers Foundation. Um, and what it is is it's a charity enabling children and adults with disabilities to enjoy the world of video games. One of the, some of the stuff that they've done is not only, um, you know, talk about ways to improve the accessibility of games, but when they do game r- reviews, they're reviewing it based on how accessible it is. Ah, is that the yeah? I was thinking how the rating system works on the. Yep. Um, as a matter of fact, um, just last month. They were named a 2013 Da Vinci Award finalist by the Multiple Sclerosis Society. For their, what they've done is they've released a 48-page, fully illustrated list of game accessibility guidelines. So, you know, this is something they've sent out to all the game publishers. You know, kind of like, all right, for your game, for any game to be accessible to somebody, you know, in a wheelchair, artistic, you know, whatever you want to, you know, whatever the disability is, this is 
the guidelines. Um, you know, so this is, you know, and, th and another thing about able gamers is that a lot of the people that work for the organization are disabled gamers themselves. So rather than, you know, somebody, you know, who's in good health, full use of their facilities and their physical skills, kind of saying, all right, this is what this person in a wheelchair needs. This is what that person in a wheelchair needs. They're saying, all right, this is what we need as people with disabilities. Yeah. So it's a really cool, they've got um, several stories on the website. Um, we've got a link to the site in the show notes. Um, Um, and um, it's yeah, it's it's pretty cool to check out. I mean, the and uh, the best um, best one up there, nine point nine, is FIFA thirteen for the PC. So yeah. So I mean, and it's a you know it's a cool thing. I mean, um, I know the live stream. It was a 12-hour live stream over the weekend. It raised about $600 or so. Um, if I can find the link, the donation link, I will actually add it to the show notes mm -hmm. in, in case people are interested. Um, it's on their page, isn't it? Yeah, this was a... This was actually oh, a, a specific link. It's a special link. Um, it. What's nice is instead of you like going to somebody's page and donate, it's a, it actually goes through PayPal directly to them. So there's no middleman. Unless you unless you count PayPal as a middleman, but it, the donations all go directly to Able Gamers. Um, I'm just looking for. I'll put the link in the show notes so we'll have it after the show so that you can take a look at. Um, and I just found it, of course. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. How can we help oh, you no, today? That's just... I didn't find it. I found the tracker that shows how much they've raised so far. Is this Welcome to the internet. How can we bury things for you today? Yep. Um, and also, Zay will not be joining us because her computer is just crap. And she can't even connect to the internet now, so... That's sad. Um, but while you're looking that up, I I've got to say I there's I want I want an Australian one like this <laughs> like we need to have an Australian version of this. So it'd be pretty cool. So aren't they too? Aren't they essentially too busy? Um... Oh God, where arguing is this over which game shouldn't shouldn't be banned though. Uh, yeah, I knew that was where it was going. No, I think we we have an R rating now, so we're all, well, R rating. Yeah, we have an R rating now, so we're all good. I was about to say we have an X rating, but that's not not quite. We're we're we're, we're working our way up, but still, 
games get toned down. Oh, that is another rant that I could get into, but I'll, I'll choose not to. Okay. All right. Link is in the show notes. Awesome. And um, I think that about covers it. No. Um. And we've got. We do have another sponsor for today's show, Tweaked Audio. Um, Tweaked Audio makes a wide range of headphones and headsets designed to fit every need. They come in seven styles and colors with versions that with both microphones and without them available. Tweaked Audio designs all of its products to make both music and talk sound great and include a noise-reducing design to ensure that you can listen to what you want to when you want to. All Tweaked Audio products are designed for durability and are compatible with iPhones, iPods, Android devices, MP3 players, and most devices with a headphone jack. For 33% off your order plus free shipping, go to www.tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code GEEK. Down Under Colorado thanks Tweaked Audio for their support. Okay, moving on to what we've been doing. Do you want to start or will I? I'll go ahead and start since I've already kind of talked about it. Um, yeah. You know, the, the live stream Saturday night, which is really cool. Um, for those for those people that play well um, and follow, may be familiar with a Twitter account called Shaw of Happiness. Um, literally, it's essentially some, you know, with all the Shaws that are in the new WoW expansion, they're all angry, mad, you know, shot of anger, shot of fear, shot of stabbing you in the back, you know. Um, so this is kind of like a counter shot to all of the others. Um, but the person, you know, person behind the account did a, um, did a gaming live stream over the weekend to raise money for Able Gamers um, that I got to participate in. Actually, um, got to invite her over to our server um, with my guild to take down the Dark Moon Bunny. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, also um, played played around in uh, Minecraft for a while on a server. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think... If I'm right, let me just double check. I believe the video is up Because she did it on Twitch. Okay, she didn't put a video up. Should be on Twitch, shouldn't it? Yeah, it didn't. It's not posting it, but uh... I I got some screenshots of stuff. Um, it was kind of it was fun. I mean, it was. It happened to be on a night when I couldn't sleep to save my ass anyway. So. <laughs> what better way than I was... trying to sleep? Not try, uh, trying to sleep than play video games. There you go. I mean, if I'm not gonna, if I can't sleep, it's more fun to do something than just lay in bed wishing I was sleeping. True. Um, I made up for that last night anyway. I wish I slept last night. That would have been nice. Yeah, I got, I got the worst migraine I've had in years last night, and I blame Zay because she was talking about having a headache yesterday on Twitter. 
Do you really think it's that contagious? Oh, I suppose it. Well, if it could travel all the way from Colorado to Alaska in a space of how you many can hours? see some. Well, I mean, you can watch somebody yawn and start yawning yourself. I mean, that's been proven. So there you go. I don't think it's. I don't think it's legitimately, but it's just fun to blame it on her. Would have been more fun <laughs> well, to blame because it on her. she's not here. Is that what you're saying? No, it would. <laughs> No, I was I was actually about to say it would be more fun to blame it on her if she was here. Because then she can go, fuck you. Because I'd get the reaction. <laughs> or you um, could just get the audible, um, not the inaudible finger thing that we're starting to do on Google Hangouts now. Whenever I bring up my gorgeous weather. Thank you. Anyway. Or more accurately. Yeah. Yeah, but no, really, other than that, I really didn't do a lot, you know, work. Oh, you know, we did have snow on Saturday, which sucked. Snow? Again? Really? What season is it over well, there? Is it spring? Here, here's what's weird. We had snow. It was just enough snow to kind of start to coat the grass streets or never never stuck to the roads because the ground was so warm it switched to rain that afternoon so within an hour of it switching to rain it turned into basically all the snow that fell went away and then the very next day it was like 48 degrees was the high temperature and perfectly sunny awesome Oh, and then, then, then I see on Google Plus about Zay posting about 30 um, minimums. Then I post my screenshot. Yay, for me being a troll. There we go. 30 degree lows, yeah. Let's see, low tonight, 36. Tomorrow, 36. Then for the rest of the week, lows of 41, 41, 43, 41. But highs of 55, 55, 59, and 55. Traffic coming up at 10. So it's already 10. <laughs> Anchorage traffic report. It sucks. <laughs> Thank you. And there's no semi-trailers coming up my street today. So there you go. Yeah. Anchorage traffic does suck. And the reason why is because they don't know how to manage traffic in this town. Yeah. Anyway, yep. We did talk about sports with all of your sport hints with the beer. And um, I think we've covered everything. So we've discussed beer, we've discussed sports, we've discussed video we've games, we've discussed video games, uh, we handed it discussing sex with the show opening. <laughs> this is a real man cast, isn't it? <laughs> the man show podcast edition. <laughs> Mancasts you love. Alright, um, let's move on. Oh, mancasts you love from people you drink with. Alright, um, let's move on to what I've been doing. There's one item in here that I don't want to really go into, but we'll get to that. So... Then don't. I'll, I'll mention it. I'll mention it. Cause it's, it. It bears mentioning. Anyway... Thank God, okay, thank God Zay isn't here for that because I know she would go on a 20-minute rant about it. She's very compassionate well, I, about I that. 
I saw the I saw some of the tweets. So yeah. Yeah. I won't I won't go into it here. I've I've already said what I wanted to say and but I'm updated my iOS podcasting app. Should probably have a rant about that too. And I'm loving and hating it. I'm loving the new the new look of it rather than the old cassette style thing that it had. I'm loving how it looks now. But the one thing is it's not actually syncing my downloaded one. It's actually syncing all of the ones I have to download as well. Which is really weird. So ones that I have to download and are yet obviously yet to be played. So instead of having about twenty on my iPod, I have about three hundred and seventy two. So <laughs> Yeah, you can actually go into the settings and turn that off. Alright, I might have to do that. I I couldn't figure out how to do it when I was on the bus yesterday, so I'll have to I'll have to look harder into that. Settings podcast. You go to settings podcasts, um, and then there's auto downloads and episodes to keep. If you turn off auto downloads, or actually there's sync subscriptions. If you turn off sync subscriptions, that'll stop everything. Okay. If you leave it on, you can turn off auto downloads, episodes to keep. You can set to last episode, last two episodes, wherever you want. So. Uh, okay. There we go. Yeah, that makes sense. And that iOS tip was not brought to you by MacBreak Weekly. Aha! <laughs> Did they talk about that? That's awesome. Well, they always have an iOS tip at the end of the show, and they just happen to record on Tuesdays, so. Uh. That, that, no, no, no. This episode of Down on the Cotter is not sponsored by Mac Break Weekly. Is that what that show's called? Alright. Um, also, um, getting back into a walking routine. I'm slowly getting back into one because I've just been really busy and I really need to get out of the house sometimes when I'm just sitting here and working. It's like, oh, I'm getting tired. Um, I need to... I need to just get out of the house and get some fresh air. So, start doing that again. I used to do it every day, but yeah, I can't do it every day because days suck now with school and stuff like that. Um, also, being a bacon salesman, um, I mentioned in the chat, la the Google chat, I didn't actually mention it on air, but we still have a couple of tons of bacon mm -hmm. in kilos terms if you want to. So I need to convert that. We have about, we still have about 3,000 kilos of bacon in our fridge storeroom, and it's just taking up space. So, so if anyone wants some bacon, and it's five bucks too for for a kilo of bacon. So, and a kilo of bacon is 2.2 pounds, <laughs> and 3,000 kilos is 661 pounds. And just convert that live on the show. Alright. Well, let's see. Oh, that's 300, sorry. Whoops, add another zero. Uh -huh. 6,600. I think. Alright. Uh, where we go? 3,000, yes. $5 Australian is $5.09 US. Really? Huh. Mm 
So for five dollars, so essentially, nine, you can get two pounds of bacon, two point two pounds of bacon. That's cheaper than you can get bacon for here in Alaska. <laughs> I would send it to you, but shipping would probably be about ninety bucks. So sorry. Uh, yeah, I'd have to buy a whole bunch of bacon to make that worthwhile. <laughs> Actually, for five bucks a pop and um, ninety, you have to buy that much. I can't do math right on air. About eighteen. Yeah, eighteen would be ninety bucks. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, trying to get rid of that as fast as I can. We take out about two boxes of it every single night, and it just sits there on the shelf. It doesn't sell, which is weird. Probably doesn't sell as fast as we probably want it to. It sells, but not in large numbers. Put a slap a buy one get one sign on it. With anything you buy in this store, we'll give you bacon. <laughs> That'll get rid of it. Uh, I'm serious. You put a buy one. You slap a buy one get one on it. I bet you it goes quicker. Mm, true. Or, or you just do this. You drop the price by 10 cents. You put a sign that says limited time special. Yes. Because it is marked down. It is a limited time because it's based on that supply. Ah. But it's only 10 cents. Anyway. Because <laughs> what people will see is, yeah, the price did go down, and okay. Sometimes that's all it takes. No, no, it's been reduced down from sixteen dollars to five. So, <laughs> whoa, sixteen a pound for sixteen for two pounds. Sixteen for two pounds. That's more. Expensive. That's more expensive than up here. Yeah, bacon out here is expensive. Shipping costs. I why. Yay. Alright. Um, what else? I may be getting a certificate in retail, which could help with future retail jobs in the future. Which I need to get organized with. Because they're kind of leaving it in my hands. That must hand. be an Australian thing. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Me bringing up something that is Australian on this show? Hmm. I tried to stay Never. away from the news in terms of that, but I tried. Um, what else? My headphones are playing up. Um, also, I'm no longer in a relationship. I'm now single again, so yay for me. Um, just wasn't wasn't working out, and I've I've said all I've wanted to say on that. Um, you should follow me on Twitter. That's a good sales pitch for Twitter, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, Zay's not here, so she can't have, um, her rant. I don't think I can hear you. She'll save her rant for next week. There you go. My headphones were broken, so. Um, that's gonna do it for us, I believe. If you have any questions, topics, feedback, complaints, or anything at all to say, please send your emails to downundercolorado at gmail.com. Or leave a comment on our Twitter at twitter.com slash show. All of our episodes, complete with full show notes, are located at downundercolorado.blogspot.com, 
where you can also subscribe to the podcast. You will be notified automatically whenever a new show comes out. As always, you can give us a call at 719-445-6696 in the U.S. or 6173-103-2528 for all you crazy Aussies. Or you can even Skype Dale at Chef Wonder if you have anything cool to add or just want to make fun of his accent. Or just make fun of me in general. Uh, down under Colorado are members of Geek.io and Chef Wonder Podcasts Network. With an S. Uh, Geek.io can be found at geek-io.com slash chefwonder and Chef Wonder can be found at chefwonderpodcasts.blogspot.com Also, you can find all of the Chef Wonder media programming over on YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash chefwonderdc, where you can find us as well as Rough Cuts, the music review podcast. Uh, and where you can find us hosts on the internet. Uh, you can find me at twitter.com forward slash Campbell. And you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash tntoak. Or for gaming related stuff, you can find me at twitter.com slash webinar underscore aie. And you can find Zay over at twitter.com forward slash inked Zay. Um, do we want to do Zay's little musical exit or... Because she didn't text me, didn't twi- tweet me back. What was I about to say? Um, I think we can hold off. Whoop. My headset's playing off. What was that? I said I think we can hold off. Ah, we can hold off. All right. Any final sound clips that you want to pull out of your crazy soundboard, Desert? Something like that. Uh, Thank you. And and just... Sorry. You know, and as always, it's all about them. It's all about the money. All right. Uh, Thank you for tuning in and... um, We'll see you all next week. Hey, I'm dealing with broken headphones. Leave me alone. There's not much better exit I can do. <laughs> Before you can say something snarky, I'm going to end the broadcast. All right. Oh, uh, you're going to ditch. <laughs> Glasses. Looking snazzy there. And a crown. And a crown. Why isn't this ending? And a beard. You don't need that. Hang on. (sighs) I'm the one that needs a beard, damn it. My headphones really played up towards the end there. At least they made it till the end. Huh? Yeah, there we go. Finally. You blew the cake out. <laughs> I actually did that actually in one breath. <laughs> right. I me- I messed up and I forgot which panel the cake was on. So I'm like still continuing to excel while trying to find the damn cake. Alright. Uh, let's see. Show yeah. title, Fun with Soundboards. Fun with soundboards. Wow, that's really awkwardly placed. Well, where the hell does Google think your face is?
<laughs> oh, I don't know. Hang on, what the hell? That's I mean, still it, recording. It gets my face right. But you're probably sitting.